Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is 24 degrees in Anchorage 26 in Eagle River. The Rick Rydell radio program takes to the airwaves, broadcasting as the voice of reason in a sea of emotional tumult and political posturing. Let me do the quick introductions around the radio station. That way you'll know who all the players are. In the newsroom, hunting, gathering the news, as he and his family have done for eons, the latest and the youngest in the Alaska clan of roadies, to use the news as his sustenance, Scott Rohde. In the newsroom, in master control, making the noises happen when the noises should, the sounds happen when the sound should, and the music happen when the music should. Would you give it up for my good friend and our producer, it's Mr. Mike Ortega. Good morning, Rick. How you doing? Happy Monday, sir. Happy Monday to you, too. Anything exciting happen besides slip sliding this weekend for you? No, not really. You know, worked at the commissary, and uh, well, that was about it. You know, slept in. I didn't come to work on Saturday morning like I planned to, but that's okay. How come? Because I slept in. <laughs> well, you know what? I uh, And you got an extra hour of sleep on Sunday. Yeah, I sure did. Right. Did that work for you? Yeah, but you know what? I'm still tired. That's a statement of being for you today, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. Yeah, because you're like near 70 now, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Right. Well, a lot closer to that than you are, say, 40. I mean, if you really want to get you know, s- serious about it. Yeah, you're absolutely right about that. Yeah, yeah. so there's uh, there's that going for you. Yeah, um, Bill anyway. and Old. Well, I, you, uh, you didn't show up, but we paid tribute to you on um, Saturday with the Anchorage Veterans Parade. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, and I, uh, I got to announce that, which was awesome. Right on. Yeah, I had... Um, uh, oh, all kinds of uh, different troops supporting veterans come through the Veterans Parade. And, um, yeah, it was uh, about 40-minute long parade. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Um, had uh, May, uh, uh, Senator Dan Sullivan stop by. Oh, really? That's yeah. nice. Yeah, you know, two-thirds of our con- congressional delegation are veterans. No kidding. Yeah, him and Don. That's two-thirds. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, you know, Don didn't talk a lot about it, but he served. Sure, of course he did. Yeah, yeah. So, um, um, and, you know, and, and so uh, so there was that. That was pretty cool. Didn't see uh, the mayor, didn't see the governor out there, though. No. Yeah. Governor probably can't show up in public too much anymore, do you think? <laughs> well, he can, but he has to do it in China. Yeah. <laughs> right. And, and that's kind of, I think, where he is. But I was a little surprised Ethan wasn't there. Yeah, he probably did the same thing I did. He probably woke up around, you know, 12 o'clock noon. or something. Yeah, right. noon. Uh. Probably out partying the night before. Ah, you know how it is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so um, so there was that, and that was pretty cool. And uh, it was an honor to be able to be a part of it. And I'm, I thank the organizers for allowing me to do so. And um, uh, I think they want me to do it again next year. Oh, sounds good. Right. And yeah. so... Um, and the cool thing is, is it's it was like at the Delaney Park Strip, so I didn't actually have to go downtown. Right, right. It's like, uh, yeah, it's 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 yeah. almost downtown. 
Almost, but I could park like back in the neighborhood and then walk the two blocks to the event and not have to actually go downtown. So exactly. I was pretty happy about that. Yeah. So. And uh, of course, we got our first snow. Yeah, oh, yeah, we did. Yeah. And there were what, 70 some accidents. Was it that much? It was that much, yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, and it wasn't even that much snow. No, about four inches, maybe. Four? I think it was probably two where I lived. Yeah, I mean, it varied across the Anchorage Bowl. I think four what? was... Oh, wait a minute, maximum. wait a minute. I forgot. No, it's 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 the way you, as a guy, have always looked at yourself. It was actually two <laughs> inches at your place, too. You just thought, you thought that's four. To me, that's they, four inches, okay? They, they lied to you and told you that was four inches. Gotcha. But it's actually only two. It's a relative thing. We 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 talk about what we know, what we're familiar with. Exactly. Right. And so, uh, so did so you see any that. accidents? Or? Uh, well, with the seven inches of snow I got in my house. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, wait a minute. We're on the radio. We should stop that. I know. Somebody's gonna call us on this crap one of these we're days. We're gonna get in big trouble. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Did I see any accidents? I heard a couple. Really. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I heard a couple, so that was... Um, I thought there was something else that happened this weekend I was going to tell you about, too, but I don't remember really? what it was now. Mm. Went, to, went, went over the parade, right? Yeah. Went over the... Uh, um, the snow. The snow. Oh! Oh! I went to Thor last night. Oh, Thor Ragnarok. Thor Ragnarok, right. So is it pretty good? I heard it. It's, it's just a comedy, more or less. It, well, it is. It's a comedy. And, well, it's it's written as a comedy. I, um, I, I think I was more amazed at how the audience in the theater would laugh than anything. Really? What do you mean how they would laugh? Well, at, at what material they would laugh. Well, the whole thing is a bunch of one-liners, so they should be laughing the whole time. Well, yeah, but you know, some one-liners are good, and some really aren't. Right? Yeah, hit and miss. And sure. and like you know, this uh, um, Thor's brother gets zapped into a I don't know whatever it is the circle, uh-huh. and then Thor is sitting there talking to Captain Marvel or whoever it is, and all of a sudden the circle of, and his brother falls on the ground, and he goes with a thud, and he says, "I've been falling for thirty minutes." <laughs> oh, well, I laughed at that. Okay, right. see, you laughed at that. What? Yeah. What is funny about that? It's not. It's not the line. It's the delivery. Well, Thor's brothers that, is played by this actor who everybody apparently really loves, because he's uh, he's a, he actually he's a, he's an ass, but he well, turns out to be a good guy, right? But the actor himself is a famous British comedian. Oh, he is. Yeah. Okay. Well, see, but you laughed, and I'm just like sitting there looking at. I'm looking around at the audience going, we've lost this coming election if they think this is funny. <laughs> if this is the intellect in this town, we have lost this coming election. You think so? We might as well just go socialist. Might as well. Might as well. So, uh, but I mean, there were a couple of good lines. Yeah, yeah. But not nearly as many as everybody laughed at. So I, maybe it's just our society's in trouble. Yeah, it could. Yeah, that's a very big indicator of, uh, of the level of our society's uh, the problem. Well... It's kind of like with this uh, Texas shooting, right? And, and a tragic, tragic event that happened. Um, sure. You know, thoughts and prayers with the family and friends and, and everybody in the community. But I saw this happen, and then all of a sudden, here it came again. You know, screw the NRA. We need good gun laws. And I'm thinking, okay, what is the gun law going to do outlawing guns 
the 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 law that says you can't murder someone already doesn't do. Yeah, that's true. And right, he, he, and just, he wasn't supposed to have a gun. He wasn't right. supposed to be able to buy a gun. Right. You know, he was like dishonorably dishonorably charged, discharged from the service. Um, he he'd had, uh, you know, uh, assault of his wife and his kid. Yeah, I mean, this was a trouble. The, the military didn't share that information with the uh, federal authorities, so uh, he was able to buy a gun legally, but he wasn't supposed to be able to buy a gun legally. Right, and so you know, I just, I just don't know why they think a law stopping, stopping a law saying you can't, and no one can own a gun, is going to be the law that someone who's about to murder a bunch of people is going to mind. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I was going to go murder a bunch of people, but you know there's there's a law against buying a gun. Well, I think whoever neglected to inform uh, whoever whoever in the military was supposed to share that information mm. with the federal authorities, whoever didn't do it, I think their name's Mud right about now. Pretty much. But but so the point is, you know, not, yeah, they, I don't know. I don't know what the point is. I just get so tired of every time there's a tragedy, them blaming blaming the tool rather than the, the person who did the crime. Unless, you know, it's a bomb or a, an airplane or something like that, then it's the person. Um, all right, let's let's uh, let's uh, see. Uh, on the uh, broadcast, I guess we'll tell you what we're going to do after the top of the hour here, what our topic is today. If you couldn't guess, probably has something to do with Senate Bill 54 slash Senate Bill 91 in the legislature over the weekend because... They made some movement, but we'll tell you about it coming up after the break. And if you're ready to join in the conversation, we're going to help a lot of the underinformed with our conversation today because because they're going to need it. Uh, and we are um, we are setting up next August's primary election and next November election. It's five fifty-seven. It's the Rick Rydell Radio Program. Our number is five two two zero six five zero, and we'll be right back. Thank you. Appreciate that music. It's really much more dramatic now. Now, see, it even changes my voice. Now, um, all they're focused on is Senate Bill 54. Over the weekend, they basically ran the repeal of SB 91, the enabling um, the enabling uh, bill, which went soft on crime, as a repeal amendment. And uh, the Democrats and a few Republicans uh, voted that down, meaning that we're not getting rid of Senate Bill 91. And it was like uh, 17 to 28 or whatever it was, was the uh, um, the final vote. It was over 17 to 23, something like that. Pretty much along party lines with a few Republicans, uh, for whatever reason, not repealing Senate Bill 91 in the House. And, of course, that would have had to gone back to the Senate, and there would have been a whole rigmarole going on there. But um, but anyway, so that happened over the weekend, and as it is now, they're going through amendments on it. Um, that's where we are. I've got John and then Ken on the telephone already. John, good morning, sir. Thanks for the call. Good morning. Um, I kind of want to talk about something else at the moment. Um, you're in the radio business, and words matter. Um and the incident in Las Vegas and the incidents in Texas, um, I wouldn't call them a shooting. I would call them murder, mass murder, massacre. Um, mass violence. I think, I think um, you and I would agree that 
as gun owners, we don't go to a motel or to a church to go shooting. Um, that's yeah. under the shooting range, and um, that's kind of my point with my phone call this morning. Yeah, no, you know, and it's probably it's probably a good one that we fall into the anti-gun rhetoric when we talk with their yeah, terms. And, and I've I've done the same thing myself, but I just right. wanted to wanted to point that out. Yeah, and it's a good point, and I'm glad you did, buddy, because uh, those listening now, you know, I'm just hoping when you say things like that, that a couple of the people who are really kind of on the fence, they stop and they think about it, because it's a yep. good point to make. So yep. thank you, John. You've done your part today. Take care. Yep. See you. Yeah, All right. You too. Five two two zero six five zero. Ken, thanks for the call. Good morning, sir. Good morning, Rick. You know, uh, to follow John briefly. They're, 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 they focus on things that it's ludicrous what they focus on in these incidents with the shooting, uh, the murders. They've spent decades driving the moral compass out of people. And they, the morals and ethics are just laughed at. You know, they laugh at people that show moral integrity. They, they, they scorn them, you know, the Tebos and the Mike Pences. It's just mm-hmm. something that... And now they wonder why they got all these broken people running around. They don't value human life. They don't treasure it. They don't have any respect for other people. It, that's not that's the mystery these people should be looking at is what caused that not how the inanimate object killed a lot of people yeah anyway and that falls into what's going on down there state legislators they don't respect people they don't respect the people that sent them there they don't have you see you know, some people are getting angry enough they're actually threatening them that's in the news they, it, I don't know if you heard your lead-in news story but this is the unsafe state in the union right now yeah what, yeah I heard that one and they don't care. It, and that, that's another insidious thing that, they, that was mentioned this weekend or that's shown to be true this weekend. They will enact these, this legislation, and once they get the, their hooks into something like that, it's it's really, really, really difficult to get the stuff pulled out. You yeah. know, the regulations and everything else they do. So they don't want to yeah. – they, they put this in there, and they're almost protecting it. They're protecting that legislation, and there's more than they're protecting their citizenry. And, of course, people are being angry. When they wake up in the morning and their car's gone, they can't take their kids to school and go to work. Well, that doesn't impact the legislator at all, you know, but it sure does other people. And yeah. the thing is, they, they say that these are victimless Class C crimes. Not really, because look Not at the all of them. That's, yeah, look at the crime stats that go that are burgeoned because the criminals are enabled. They because they they feel like it's a slap on the wrist. They get into this whole deal, and there will be confrontations. There will be violence associated with the other class C so-called victimless crimes. And it, right. it's, people are mad, and it's showing now. And now they're going after the people, saying, "Oh, they're threatening them." I believe most of social media was like, you know. I felt like if, if that morning if all these legislators woke up and their cars were going out of the driveway and their kids got molested, they wouldn't feel that way. But see, they don't live in that world. They live in this strange little place where none of this is happening. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, you're, you, yeah, you, you, know, you make a good point, and it is almost as if they're defending uh, what they are vested in rather than what's best for us. Well, that's what worries me, and the reason I brought it up is it's, Illogical. There's some driver behind that. I don't know if they've been some campaign donation or some place of power. I don't know what's driving this illogical, nutty thing they're doing. But, man, there's some motivation behind it. People don't do things for absolutely no reason. And I would sure do wish I could see in the minds of these little knuckleheads to find out what is motivating them to protect their legislation more than it is to protect the people that, that they work for. I don't understand yeah. it. It's yeah. essential 
essential reason we have governors to protect our uh, our citizens, and they're not doing it. Yeah, and and you know, public safety, and that's and that's the deal. So no, it's it's a great point, and they are. I mean, they are. It's almost as if, well, I had I really pushed to get this done, and even though everybody's really upset and there's parts of it that are bad, I, I don't want to let go of it. And, and I've got an example of someone quoting that basically said that uh, I'll bring up in a little bit here. Okay, yeah, they, they, right. they have no moral compass. They're just as bad on a, on a different level than the guy down there killing people because people are getting killed and hurt because of this. Yeah. All right, They're buddy, appreciate that. Appreciate the call. Take care. Um, this is there's a list out there that talks about what you know. What we're talking about is Class C felonies, and what was in Senate Bill 91 is that um, Class C felonies uh, under Senate Bill 91, if it's a first time someone is found guilty and convicted of one of these non-aggravated class c felony offenses um there there's no jail time um and and one of the uh, uh most heinous examples of that was the molestation of a child you know a a touching or having a child touch your genitals um was one of these class c felonies um, some more of them, and there's at mustreadalaska.com, there is a list of the Class C felonies uh, in Alaska Statute 11 affected by Senate Bill 91. Um, and, and here's one of the ones that would not require jail time. Um, it was 11.40.220A3, assault in the third degree. An adult knowingly injuring a child age 12 to 15, and the injury requires medical attention. All right, if you did that as an adult to a child of, 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 of 12 years old, knowingly injured a child and that injury required medical attention, um, there'd be no jail time. There would be no jail time. Um, assault in the third degree, uh, A1CII, assault in the third degree, an adult repeatedly injuring a child under 12, you would not have mandatory jail time for that. And, I mean, these are the, the Class C felonies that, uh, because of Senate Bill 91, um, we went soft on crime. And, you know, are, are, are they really defending this? And, and that... You know, and, and I'll give you an example, a quote later from one of our legislators who said, oh, I didn't want to repeal 91 because some of the good things in it. And that's that's a real statement. Uh, Pat, hang on. I'll get to you after the commercial break. You and Kurt will get to you both right after this. 617, the Rick Rydell radio program. We'll be back. It is 619. We're back 24 in Anchorage, 26 in Eagle River. Our number 5220650. Pat, morning, sir. Thanks for the call. Thanks, Rick, for taking my call. Hey, uh, there's another number out there people can call, too, besides yours if they want to get some results. Yeah. That's, that's 202-456-1111. That's mm-hmm. the number to the White House in Washington, D.C. You've been talking to them about what's going on I up there? I talk to them two or three times every week, Rick, and I'm yeah. on them every week to come in here and arrest Governor Walker and these lying criminals who are selling dope against federal law. 
Yeah. And this right here is another fine example of how little our legislators care about the people in this state. Yeah. With this SB 91 Bravo Sierra. So yeah. I urge everybody who can hear my voice to call the White House. Those people want to hear from you. They'll take your call and let them know just how much you like your governor and SB 91. Let them know what they've done to Anchorage and the state. Let them know how much you appreciate your governor being in China trying to sell natural gas to the Chinese, while most of us don't even have any in this damn state that we live in. You don't even have any, do you? No, sir. I live right. less than 50 miles from Anchorage, and I don't have natural gas. And I guess the people in Fairbanks don't either. I guess that's been liquefied, that they don't actually have true natural yeah. gas. Yeah, well, there's not a lot of people in Fairbanks that are on natural gas. Uh -huh. They do mostly heating oil. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Well, with, a, with the money that he has wasted already on this pipeline, and we have absolutely nothing to show for it, how many of us you think could be uh, have an infrastructure built and be on natural gas right now? Well, spending over $3 million a month, how many people could we hook up for $3 million a month? Yeah, and then you could start to get a little of your money back. But the answer to the guy's question about why these people do this and why they act like they don't care like this is because Barack Obama, you got to remember, Walker sat down with Barack when he came up here and had supper with the lady that owned the newspaper at the time. Right. And ever since then, he's been just exactly like him. So I urge you all, call the White House. Call your president. Let him know that you appreciate all the hard work he's doing. And let him know that even though they worked their butt off to get a family of four $1,100, Bill Walker took 1200 from just one of us. He did, didn't he? Let him know he? what kind of governor we got and what kind of legislators right. we're supposedly represented by. Yeah, aren't they hanging out together? The in here and arrest these thieves, these liars, and these murderers and get rid of them. Or we could introduce them to our world, Rick. Yeah. We could drive by their house and shoot holes in them at night yeah, in their cars. Want, don't you know, do I don't want to be like that. I don't want to no. dip into the, the scale of vermin that they're in. But, yeah. you know, if something don't break, something's going to have to give because I'm not going to be set upon and preyed upon by these people because you legislators think it's, oh, something good in House Bill 91 or Senate Bill 91. Yeah. Well, why don't you give that number again there, buddy, in case it's someone missed 1-202-456-1111. All right. Pat, have a good day. Thanks for the call, pal. Take Keep care. Good All work, right. Rick. You too, buddy. Uh, counting on you. President's counting on you. All right. Um, Kurt on line two. Good morning, sir. 
Good morning. Sorry, I'm losing my voice. But I got a challenge for you. You're really good with uh, looking at numbers and stuff. I think part of the reason why it's so so hard to get rid of the bill is look at all the jobs that were created specifically for Senate Bill 91. And then also when you look at the fact of the jobs that are supposed to be opening up at the beginning of the year, they, they, they can't afford to um, shut it down. But follow the money, Rick. If you do like you did with some of the other projects and show where the money's going, I think you, it'll be really interesting and educational for everybody else. All right, buddy. Appreciate that. I will see if I can get that done today. All right. Thank you. Hey, good luck on taking your voice. A little gargle with uh, honey water. All right. Thanks. Take care. Yeah, the, the you, you got to hydrate the vocal cords. That's why they're getting hoarse. Um, so what happened on, um, there was a huge debate on Saturday, um, and what they did was they were putting the amendments onto Senate Bill 54. Um, one proposal would repeal most of Senate Bill 91 that was voted down Saturday, um, 27 to 13. Um, where was the quote? My God, the quote is the story was... Uh, I think it was, let's see, Paul Seaton said that at least 97 amendments had been drafted uh, based on the number of one of the amendments the legislative attorneys wrote for him. He stressed that it's unlikely all of those amendments will be offered. Some could be duplicates. Some could be pulled back. Uh, when the vote came down... Uh, see, Bryce Edgman said, you're getting cross-pollination like you normally don't get on other bills. But I think it was, um, I think it was, where is that quote? The quote was someone who voted against it. And, and this was the one I was talking about earlier. Um, and they said that they actually voted against it because they didn't want to throw away the good parts of Senate Bill 91 to get rid of the bad parts. And that's an actual thought process by one of our legislators. Now, remember, we have those Class C felonies that I talked about that Senate Bill 91 went soft on. And, and there are some pretty heinous crimes that can be done to children um, with without the perpetrator getting any jail time the first time he did it. Well, first time I did it. First time I, I hurt a kid. Uh, first time I repeatedly hurt a kid. Whatever, you know, a uh, uh, third-degree assault you're looking at there. And they go, oh, okay, well, because of Senate Bill 91, you don't have any jail time. You just get a little slap on the hand. and that's So we're going to leave that in there. Because some of the good things, which I'm not really sure exactly what it was. I got, I've got to find that quote because it was one of those quotes you look at and you go, man, really? Did she just say that? Did she really, really just say that? And is that the reason for leaving this terrible bill, Senate Bill 91, in place and not getting rid of it? And, 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 you know, and then there's also the other ones, and that's um, some that are so vested in it it's actually like they're blinded to um, they're blinded to what what we're saying and they, they can't see it because they're so vested in the bill when it went through uh, the legislation the first time um, and and you know and I can tell you from from the time I sat 
on my elected office that sometimes it's really hard to pull yourself out of that, that you've been in it so long uh, and things get so diluted, it's really hard to pull yourself out of it. But that's why we have to elect good people so they can do that. We'll take this quick break. I've got Steve on the telephone after this, and then the rest of our lines are open. It's 522-0650. We'll be back. 634, we're back. It's 24 degrees in Anchorage, 26 in Eagle River. It's the Rick Rydell radio program. They are working through it, Senate Bill 91, uh, well, Senate Bill 54, to try and rough out the uh, smooth out the rough edges of Senate Bill 91. Um, they did, like I said, put a... And it's through the House. You know, the Senate's not down there, so it's heading back, I think, next week. But they've been holding hearings um, here in Anchorage. And, of course, if they had done an amendment on Senate Bill 54 to repeal Senate Bill 91 inside Senate Bill 54, which they tried to do, then that would have to go in its current form to the Senate and then pass the Senate. So it's not like it was, you know, up and done on that one, but it certainly would have taken it uh, a step further. Um, all right, let's go back to the telephones where Steve, Dwayne, and whoever's calling in on line three is standing by. Steve, thanks for the call. Good morning. Morning, Rick. Um, yeah, they keep, I keep hearing this statement that they don't want to get rid of SB 91 because of the good things in it. And I, I, I'll be the first to admit, I hadn't done a lot of research on it. Right. I'm kind of relying on your knowledge. Um, what exactly are the good parts that they keep talking about? Because well, nobody, nobody's expanded on that. To, yeah, uh, they're... And, and I'm trying to find the quote where where somebody says it, and I, and I, I think it was uh, one of the relatively new House members. I just can't seem to find the quote. But what she said was um, the good parts of Senate Bill 91, like uh, somehow stopping someone from becoming a hardened criminal is what she said. And it was a really stupid statement, and that's why I was looking for it, because there really isn't an example that I'm looking of the good things in Senate Bill 91. Remember, Senate Bill 91 was trying to um, was trying to move move people towards rehabilitation rather than incarceration. Yeah, um, yeah. I just, I mean, because the laws we already have have done so much to keep people from committing crimes. But, yeah, I just I keep hearing this statement repeated over and over again. But, like I said, no, nobody's really expanded on what exactly the good parts are. Well, and again, you know, if, if you go to what they did, this is a movement across the country. And in some states, they've actually had success um, and reduced the amount of people returning to jail and and they've they've got less people in jail, and actually crime has gone down. I just don't think it works in Alaska, and there's no. nothing that proves it does. And that's why they keep saying, "Well, we got to give it time. We got to give it time." It's like, look, crime is running rampant. We don't have to give it time anymore. We need to start putting people away, get them off the streets. Yeah, I mean, how? Uh, I had to agree with a caller earlier. I mean. Not not to not about the going and shooting up their houses or anything, but I mean, right? This isn't gonna. They're they're never gonna get it. No. 
unless it happens to them. And right. then, then it'll be a big deal. Then it'll, then it, oh, we've got to do something about this. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. They, they have shown over and over and over again, they, they have no concept of what their constituents are going through. They, they have no, it's, yeah, it just blows my mind that they live in this little bubble and they, they can't grasp the concept that, hey, while you're sitting there talking about, you know, oh, let's let's help Timmy uh, not go to jail for the twelfth time because he continues to, you know, commit crimes. They they, they have no sympathy or no. Uh, I guess, well, yeah, I'll, 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 let me give you no. Is. Let me let me give you the analogy because I've got the perfect analogy for what you're trying to say. It's when. It's when these people go, oh, no, we can't we can't shoot the bears in town because it's cool to live with wildlife. It's really cool until your kid gets eaten. Then it's no yeah. longer cool. And when your kid is the one that gets killed by the bear, all of a sudden you become a true believer in, in getting rid of the bears in town. And it's not until it hits you if you're of that mindset, right? I mean, same kind of thing? Yes, exactly. Right, yeah. It, it, it just, yeah, I... I I mean, they, you know, they live in their little, well, I mean, they, they don't live, well, some of them live there, but I mean, they, they, you know, they're in their little bubble in Juneau and they, they just, it's like they can't, they can't, con- you know, they, it's, it's unconceivable to them that anybody. It doesn't, yeah, it doesn't hit them. It doesn't hit them like it does some of the constituents and yeah. um, you're right. They, they don't feel the same thing the rest of us do. All right. Well, thanks, Rick. Right, I just, yeah. Like I said, I hadn't done any research on it. I just I, I keep hearing this statement, and I was, you know, I'm, I'm wondering what the good parts are because no one, no one has said, you know, what the good parts are. So yeah. But that, well, I'm, 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 I'm going to. Uh, yeah, yeah. The analogy, hope it worked. Yeah, appreciate the call. Thanks. I'm going to keep looking for this quote because it's one of those that shows you that it truly is an emotional issue. I mean, they're they're defending this on emotion um, rather than saying, okay, uh, yeah, we, we kind of th- saw it happen in another state and we thought, man, if we just did it this way, it would be, it would be better, but well, I'm not seeing it really get any better. Here, here's what, um, here's what it's, it's quoted in one story saying: Supporters of Senate Bill 91 say they're trying to stay loyal to the legislation's 
original research-backed principles, while it's tempted, tempting to vote for amendments that toughen sentences, here, here's the, 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 here's the crux of the whole thing. Re, this research they read shows that those policies don't actually reduce crime while the ideas in Senate Bill 91 do. That's what uh, Fairbanks Representative David Guttenberg said. And, of course, what they're talking about is they relied on the research and analysis collected by the Pew Charitable Trust. But the Pew Charitable Trust has been pushing this soft on crime thing from their liberal armchair quarterback policy position for a long, long time. The Pew Charitable Trust is not the end-all, be-all. The Pew Charitable Trust has sold a bill of goods to these legislators, and they're looking at that as the holy grail, and they're not looking to other to other sources. Um, thank God, you know, and, you know, Laura Reinbold, Laura Reinbold suggested, and, and she's the one that's, that's, that's you know, saying, um, uh, saying the emperor has no clothes. She says she doesn't find it credible. It's peer-analyzed, outside-influenced data, she said, and that's not the data I'm looking for. Thank God for Laura. Uh, Dwayne, thanks for the call, and good morning, sir. Yes, good morning, Rick. First, let me just apologize for the actions of my elected official, Paul Seaton. He's one of them. It just keeps getting worse and worse. I don't... Yeah. You would think at some point, in any case... Um, <laughs> so, uh, this kind of is reminiscent, Rick, it seems to me, of um, the Obamacare. Instead yeah. of trying yeah. to... Um, fix a bill that was broken from the beginning why not repeal the whole dang thing and then there are if there are some good things that are inside that bill start out with a new bill or but get rid of the existing one first right you know i've I've been sitting here looking at it um and i'm no lawyer thank god but thank god um, there's a section in here down there, uh, 120, uh, I believe it is 120, 121, talking about sex trafficking. Yeah. So, you know, um, I'll try not to get emotional here, but this, there's a, so there's some facts about sex trafficking worldwide. Every 25 seconds, a child between the ages of 7 and 13 are being abducted into sex trafficking for the purpose of creating young prostitutes. Mm. So in this uh, list that's on uh, the website, um, must read. So there's four lines in there. Under, for sex trafficking, there's also prostitution above that for underage. 
Um, and it's very uh, difficult to determine, but it looks to me like anyone engaged caught for the first time in trafficking women for prostitution, it's a Class C. Yeah. Are you, you're looking at the, uh, the Class C felony list on mustreadalaska.com? Yes. Okay, good. And, and I'm like, I mean, <laughs> we're really going to go soft on this kind of crime? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I, I, uh, you know, if, if a woman is 25 years old and, and chooses to get into prostitution, that's up to her. Right. But when you start when talking she's... about patrons that are forcing them under 20 and under 18 and, and on down, to get into prostitution. Now we're talking a whole different game. Yeah. These people are maybe one step above a terrorist. And and um, to to even suggest, to put some ambiguity in the law concerning them blows my mind. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, you're reading the list, and yeah. that's what they're hanging. They're hanging on to that because of what the Pew Charitable Trust says their research says. And and I, I'm kind of with Laura. Well, who is the Pew Charitable Trust? How yeah. It's, some, how about if we get some uh, some judges together? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't understand that. How about putting somebody who knows something about criminals and, and, and knows something about you know, what happens to the victims and have them build a list. Yeah. Anything that's got charitable in it, I don't want them engaged in determining um, punishment for, for uh, criminal. Yeah. Because we already got too much charitable going on. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, and this is um, um, yeah. just because these ideas might work in Texas, that doesn't mean they work in Alaska. Well, right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I, I, uh, I, I, I'm just flabbergasted. This is the first time I looked at the list. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, it changes it. everything when you look at that list, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. <clears throat> you know, yeah. we're still, I've been so focused on, on all of the other parts of, of what our legislature's doing and what our governor's doing that, that, uh, I hadn't really put any gray matter to this, and, and yeah. now I'm beginning to wish I hadn't. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're going to be apologizing for a few other representatives pretty soon. Oh my gosh! And, and the thing, that's isn't that the point, though, Rick? When are yeah. we, the people, going to wake up and say enough silliness? We need to have some real adult supervision down there. In with the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career? where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. 
At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. You know, managing our affairs. Right. But I'm not ready to run for governor yet. Just saying. <laughs> 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 I don't think it's that big of a leak, you know, to go from, uh, you know, the head of EPA to the governorship. I just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I could. I think I could have done much better good on the on that other job. But that that ship has sailed now. So, yeah, but well, thank you. Well, well, you know, I I know you you don't I know you, you know, you've got a cushy job there and you're knocking down some big coin. But it's twelve fifty one you know, an hour, buddy. It's hard. It's hard to I'm walk away about. from. Right. right. I understand that, but you know what? Alaska needs you, my friend. <laughs> That's why I'm here, pal. Two and a half hours every day, strong. <laughs> and I get a nap every day. So I, yeah, because it's tough. It's tough doing this five days a week, right? Right. So, all right, buddy. I'll let you go. Good talking to you. Take care. Thanks. Have a good Monday. All right, it's 5220650. We'll be back with Joe and Thomas right after this standby. It is 653. It's uh, 24 degrees in Anchorage, 26 in Eagle River. Okay, I found the quote I was looking for, and, and I guess if, if anything doesn't illustrate um, the fact that I, I, I do a lot of research, it's when I, when I have a quote and I've got to go through like eight different sources to find it again. That kind of gives you an idea of how my exciting evenings go when I'm getting ready to do a program in the morning. That's something that like our, uh, uh, our management doesn't even get here at the radio station is what, what it takes to really pull off a program like this, all the, uh, the research that you have to do. But, uh, I will I will put my cross that I'm bearing down and just give you the quote as it is now because it was on Channel 11's uh, reporting on KTVA. Um, and, and so what are the great things about Senate Bill 91? Here's the quote, all right? Um, I'll just read it directly. Uh, so the, the uh, Senate Bill 54 would increase the sentencing for lower-level crimes and create, create harsher punishment for violating conditions of release, among other things. As part of the proposed changes to the bill Saturday, several House Republicans introduced an 86-page amendment to repeal much of Senate Bill 91, but it failed by a margin of 27 to 13. Opponents argued that it would have thrown the baby out with the bathwater. Quote, says Representative Ivy Sponholz, Democrat out of Anchorage, chair of the Health and Social Services Committee. Quote, the reason I can't support this amendment is because it gets rid of some of the really good things that were in Senate Bill 91. Let me tell you about a couple, one of those. One of the things in my mind is preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals, said Ivy Sponholz. Do you want me to repeat that? Because when, when trying to name the good thing about Senate Bill 91, well, she says, let me tell you about a couple, one of these. One of the first things in my mind is preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals. 
That's her sales point. That's it. One of the first things in my mind is preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals. That's why we have to have this list of Class C felonies, including sex trafficking of minors and molestation of minors, to not have any jail time. Because in her mind is preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals. And that's the best she had to keep Senate Bill 91. That's that's not throwing the baby out with the bathwater in her mind. See, and this is where I tell you, yes, they have a different language. Yes, they know some big words. But you're probably smarter than most of these people. I know I am. I don't think they think they that they, they are though. I don't I, I think they think they're smarter than we are. And I think she thinks that made sense. Because that was the best sales point she could come up with. I don't even know what it means. All right. Uh Joe, Thomas, John, we'll get to you after this. 657, it's the Rick Rydell radio program. We'll be back. It is 707, it's uh, 24 degrees in Anchorage, 26 in Eagle River. I've got Joe Thomas and Randy in that order. Joe, good morning, sir, and thanks for the call. Thank you, Rick. I got a quote for you. Yeah. Without law and order, we do not have civilization. That's true, it's anarchy. Huh? It's anarchy. Yeah. But that wasn't the crux of my call. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're trying to, uh, take jail time away and, and, and make it so, uh, offenders, uh, get rehab and treatment, right? That's what their goal was. Yeah. Well, why not have the rehab and treatment centers in the jails? Yeah. Why not? And come on, Rick. Please don't tell me I'm the first one to think of that. No, you're not. But you know the the because we did that prior to uh, 2002 when we when we um, when we redid crime. We had some of those things going on there. The problem they did here is they went soft on crime before they had any of the other stuff set up. Right. Right. So we just went soft on crime, and they still don't have all the rehab that I don't really believe in anyway. Well, if SB 54 is the remedy for the failures of SB 91, <laughs> why then I spit on it. There you are, buddy. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, good good call, though. Thanks, pal. <laughs> Thank Take you. care. Thank you. All right. Uh, Thomas on line one. Good morning, sir. Hey, how's it going? Good. Uh, just a quick comment. People who aren't here can't commit crimes here. And if we would uh, send these individuals back to where they came from, because most of them aren't from here, then yeah. it could be their problem, and a lot of them have warrants anyway that we won't, the uh, states won't expedite on. But, hey, if they're back in Texas or wherever they came from, then they can't be up here in our jail system. Right, or extradite either one, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and and it's and, and that you know, as as we've talked about time and time again, it's a small group, and the, the people, the, the cops know who these guys are. Oh, yeah. Right? Definitely a small group. 
<coughs> so I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it should be. The, it's not rocket science, right? Nope, definitely not. So you sound like you got a cold. Oh yeah, I'm, I've had a cold for about five weeks. Oh man, get over that. You got fishing season starting here in a couple months. Yep, sure enough. I'll see you later. All right, buddy. Thanks. Take care. Uh, yeah, it's five two two zero six five zero, and Randy joins us online too. Randy, good morning, sir. Good morning. How are you? I'm doing pretty well. I feel for the guy who has a cold. That's a bad way to be going into the Christmas season. Isn't it, though? Well, I was looking at some stuff the other day, and I became aware of a unique phenomenon. Is this the one you emailed me about? Yeah. This is exciting news. Well, I didn't think it was a secret, but when I started looking around, no one had talked about it. So I figured I'd put it together and at least share it with you. Yeah, yeah, and I'm glad you will. You'll be able to put this together better than anyone else I know. The issue that came to my attention was that the state of Alaska, the Department of Revenue, is pointing out that the price of ANS crude is higher than West Texas Intermediate. ANS is higher than WTI. For years and years and years, there was a huge discount, lower value, yeah. NS. And that was because we were selling a tremendous amount of crude oil out of Valdez, mm-hmm. and that had to be ultimately cleared to refineries somewhere. Some of it went through the Panama Canal, some went through pipelines across the Rocky Mountains to get into West Texas, to get into crude lines that weren't very full to go to Houston. Mm-hmm. Uh, some was even tankered around Cape Horn. Right. Because we couldn't export the stuff. So we had a discount of many dollars in ANS price to WTI. Well, the world surplus crude has gotten lost. Had five, which is the West Coast crude supply from California up through. Washington, right, is below the five-year average of inventory and has been since July. Now, tankers come in from overseas to augment the supply, and of course, Alaskan tankers go south. Right, but we're still undersupplying the market, which means the market is bidding for crude to attract crude oil. Right, and we're actually priced very close to Brent, which is the European market, which at this time is somewhere in the neighborhood of 62.63 this morning. Yeah. The WTI is 55.89. Mm-hmm. $55.89 is a nice number considering where we've been. Oh, yeah. It would be nice if we got that, but we're getting more now. We're getting this morning our official differential. If it's equal to the difference between ANS, I mean, between a Brent and WTI, would be $6.75. We're getting, for, for, uh, for ANS, Alaska North Slope crude, we're getting the same price as WTI uh, West Texas Intermediate plus $6.56. That's what I get from the looking at the most recent data that the division of the... the uh, Department of Revenue put out yesterday. Right. Now, if we're producing approximately 550,000 barrels a day, 
that leads to a billion three, uh, $1.3 billion of extra revenue, and the royalty to the state alone, if this exists for a whole year, yeah. be a sixth of a billion dollars, $160 million. And that's the royalty alone. That's royalty alone. Now, I didn't bother to do the production tax tax calculation because that's gotten to be a little bit more fuzzy. But right. Um, let's just say between the extra royalty and the extra tax, because of this market situation, Alaska's going to get somewhere between four hundred and five hundred billion dollars of extra revenue, and that's been going on since July when this gap started to open. Right. Don't know how long it's going to last. But there was a guy on the, on the radio a couple months ago saying, how can we get rid of the crude? Well, right now, any extra crude Alaska produces, there's a ready market because we're having to import crude from the rest of the world, and the foreign price is now higher than the American Gulf Coast price, which is kind well, of well, a, well, it's interesting. Yeah, the, 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 even down. if you take... Yeah, if you take the uh, the increased revenue of which we just spoke of, and that that has been going on since July and needs to through next July, which you know is getting closer and closer now, you would literally cut the deficit in half. Well, at least by a quarter. Yeah. And that is a lot of impact, and that's not talking about price of crude going up. That's just a market differential. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. Playing in our favor. In our favor, rather than running against us. Yeah. Well, the only unfortunate thing is it takes a little bit of the emergency away that the liberals are trying to use to get an income tax. Well, it, it definitely wounds <laughs> the emergency, the rising price of crude. And, of course, with uh, Brent this morning being at 6260 uh, and the price on your pump when you buy gasoline here in Anchorage being right at $3, the yeah. emergency's got to be severely wounded because the price of crude is starting to close our fiscal gap, unfortunately, which allows the crisis, that crisis to go away, but allows all those Democrat jobs in state government to be a little more secure. Yeah, yeah, it does. No, and that is, uh, that's some, some, some good, a good catch on your part to find that, because you're right, I haven't heard that anywhere else until you emailed it to me. Alrighty, well, you have a good day, and I'll think about yeah. if I see anything else Along these lines, I'll let you know. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it as always. Take care. Thanks. All right, it's five two two zero six five zero. That's um, um, that is a, a a market scenario playing in our favor, meaning that this revenue part of this special session really was unnecessary. I mean, as much as we said it was before, now it's blatantly unnecessary. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Seven seventeen. Stand by. It is 719. We're back. It's 24 degrees in Anchorage, 26 in the Eagle River, the Rick Rydell radio program. So let me um, let me get back to this statement of um, why, why it is so important that we keep Senate Bill 91. And, and this is uh, one of the uh, Democrats, Representative Ivy Sponeholes, chair of the Health and Social Services Committee. Now, if... I was trying to tell you why we should um, we should get rid of Senate Bill 91. Um, 
And I say, well, one of the main reasons we should get rid of Senate Bill 91 is because it was it was too big of a bill um, and had too many bad things in with any of the good things there. And the bad things were that it went soft on crime and that they took a Class C felony, which was um, somebody molesting a child, and they took jail time away from that. Okay, that's a defined reason. You can go, oh, okay, well, let's see. What did he say was the bad thing about it? Well, the bad thing was um, child molesters wouldn't get jail time. We're not punishing child molesters if it's the first time they molest a child. Well, you know, and the truth is, between you and me, we know that you do that once to a child, you take a, uh, you take a, a, a seven-year-old little girl, and her stepdaddy molests her? Is it just one time? doesn't matter. It destroys her life forever. It's, it's taken away her innocence. It's, it's taken away childhood. And, and if, you, if you can heal from that, and I don't even know if you can, because that's something that sticks with you. I mean, that's a breach of trust. That is, that is a devastation for uh, a young child. Uh, is it just one time? Well, just one time. Okay, devastated. I mean, changed in entire life forever. But the guy just did it once. Okay, you can say, okay, that's something concrete. That's germane. I can identify what he just said. We aren't punishing someone who destroys a, the, the, the innocence of a child. With Ivy, her statement is, um, so one of the really good things in Senate Bill 91, one of the first things in my mind, and this is a direct quote, one of the first things in my mind is preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals. Does that sentence even make sense to anybody? Is there something definable in that? Somehow, Senate Bill 91 prevents offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals? Could you tell me how that that, that does that? You know, I, I, I get that you believe it does, if, if, if that makes sense, whatever you said, preventing offenders that are low risk from becoming hardened criminals. What in Senate Bill 91 does that, that we, that we didn't have before? That if we repealed, that would go away. What is it? You don't even identify what it is. And that's the absolute best example she could give. John, on line one. Good morning, sir. Yeah, Mr. Rydell, uh, boy, uh, you were, I know you were, you were uh, talking about this issue is so important that, uh, uh, that I can't believe the IQ of some of our legislatures. legislators, the IQ of the legislators have got to be so low not to understand this. And if you did run for governor, you'd have to get in bed with these people, and yeah. and I don't think you could stomach it. I, I mean, you can barely stomach it on the radio, for God's sake. <laughs> Wait a minute, uh, you're on to me. <laughs> I, I can barely stomach it. And the question is, how do the police, you know, the police stomach this kind of stuff? I don't know. I don't they're, know. They're not whining about it, but how do they, you know, they're catching these people. They want to see right done. I think basically they want to see right be done. I think they do. I do, too. And they sure, they get paid for it, but they're also, inherently, they want to see right 
be done to our community, and how do we keep, you know, up with this? And I, uh, we've got such a low IQ. I mean, the average person on the street is brighter than these legislators. I think you're right. I think, I mean, except the audience that was at the movie last night, I went and saw. Except for them, you're right. Which movie did you go see? I went and saw Thor. Oh my! My wife wants to go see that. Yeah, it's worth going to see, but you'll be shocked at how uh, at the lame one-liners that the entire audience laughs at. I mean, I was <laughs> okay. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and I was more entertained that, you know, I mean, because, you know, I'm, I'm looking at the writing and I'm, I'm listening to the lines. It's like, well, it's cute, but it's not that funny. And they're gut laughing at this stuff. Oh, that, that scares me when my wife does that. Yeah, she'll, right? She'll watch a comedy show and she'll just go, she'll be rolling, grabbing her side, and I'm going, it's cute. It's not that a, funny, honey. But, <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, she laughed at my jokes, so I thought she was funny. She thought she, I thought she was brilliant. Right, of course, because you and I are the funny ones. Yeah, I said. Right. But now I find out she'll laugh at even even the most you know ridiculous jokes. And I'm like, but maybe I'm not that right. funny. Right. But yeah. so anyway, no, you're right. And this is and, 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 you know, when when you really pay attention to what they say, I, you know, I think that they, they, they come up with another language because they are talking about, you know, parliamentary procedure and they use words that make them seem like they might have some intelligence. But when you really listen, it's, it's a facade. Uh, it's a very thin veneer. Isn't yes. It? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and okay, now they're, they're talking about moving, you know, so the legislature will have uh, offices, you know, meetings here in, in the, you know, in Alaska. Yeah, yeah, in the real Alaska. The real Alaska, where the population lives. But that's yeah. not going to do it either. I mean, it's going to no. take literally, uh, if we're going to have a government of the people, we need a, 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 a capital building with within contact. I mean, yeah. that's. And we're the only state that doesn't. And of course, you know, I know it sounds like a long project, but it's good. That's what it's going to take. We need to start raising our children to realize we're responsible for this state. Yeah. And, well, and, and, you know, and, and we, you know, we, we elect people not because they're the smartest and the best, but because it's a cult of personality and it's a popularity contest. And then for some reason, we, we have elevated them in our minds to be these intelligent people and they open their mouths and they blow that elevation. They, they certainly do. I was about to ask you, how do these morons get elected? Well, oh, that, I guess, yeah. and we've got, let's face it, we must have some, uh, politically illiterate voters to realize that these people can't do the job. I mean, you could go to Subway Sandwiches, uh, get, grab a FedEx guy, and or just a bunch of common people off the street, take them, sit them in a room, and they could pound out a budget in, in, in less time than our our, uh, our legislators have. I'll tell you what. Give you give me uh, a couple of a uh, couple of guys in Carhartt jackets uh, working the construction trade. Right. And we could we could fix this state so fast. It, it, well, but yeah, you need you need the will of the people, and we we just we've got a bunch of zombies. 
uh, <laughs> yeah. for, for, for voters. And the question is, could you really stomach being with that group of people for, for 10 years? And that's probably what no. it's going to take. Could you really, yeah. I mean, your average IQ of your, uh, of your caller is probably 20 points higher than any legislator. Yeah, and that includes all of us. Right? And even, even if I even don't though, agree with them, and even if I right. don't agree with them, they're still right. they're still smarter than. I mean, some of these statements. Thank yeah. goodness for your show. You, you know, bringing out these morons that say these stupid things. I mean, we, yeah. what is it? Walker said that. Uh, Walker said that Anchorage is safe as long as uh, as long as you don't go out after after dark. Then, oh, uh, that was uh, that was Mayor Berkowitz said Berkowitz that. said that. Now, so yeah. if a woman goes after dark and gets raped, she provoked it. That's what he's Pretty saying. Pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, well, she was out after dark. She provoked yeah, the rape. She, she went out after midnight. Why would, you, why would you do that? Okay, now that's a bonehead statement, don't you think? It is a total bonehead statement. And, that, and that, that's, that's, that's the word for today, bonehead. And I've been listening to your show for a long time, and I'm thinking, you've said... You've never said anything that stupid. No, not that bonehead. And then I talk more than I talk more than the average politician too. So yeah, you, you throw a lot of, and you don't. You're not afraid of the serious issues. But no. I've never seen you just. I've, you've never had an off day where you've said anything that dumb. No, no, I, that, that has not happened in the 16 years we've been doing this program. <laughs> John, I got to run, buddy. Thank Thanks you. for the call. We're going to use the word bonehead a lot, I think, for the rest of the day. All right, I've got the, another John and then Warren right after that. 729, our number is 5220650. What other bonehead statement do we want to pull out today? Uh, we'll take this break. We'll be right back. It is 738. We're back. It's 24 degrees in Anchorage, 26 in Eagle River. Talking about uh, Senate Bill 54. Um and why people are defending that which is contained in Senate Bill 91. Because the um, the move right now, and, and I think Sharice Millette put it really, really well uh, when she's, she's talking about it. Um, she says, I went to several town hall meetings. I went to the assembly chambers in my city. I had my own town hall meeting. And I will tell you, I'm not chasing the will of the people. The will of the people is to repeal Senate Bill 91. That's the will of the people. Um, does Senate Bill 91 have public confidence? Does it have the public trust? Because if you are a policymaker and your policy, policy does not have the confidence of the public, it has nothing. Because that's what we operate on, is public trust. And so I, I guess I say this to those who are so embedded in Senate Bill 91 that they're defending it. We, the people, don't have any confidence in Senate Bill 91. We are eroding any trust in you because you're pushing something in which we have no confidence. Um, so consider that, please. Warren on line three. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning. Yeah, she put it very, very well on that. Uh, here's two things that people kind of forgot about. Uh, mm. well, uh, the first is financial. Remember the big uproar when they said Senate Bill 54? 
is going to cost $4 million more in our expenditures. Yep. Yeah, well, 91, you know, wiped out all those expenditures because they didn't have to deal with it, nor did they want to. Right. You know, they didn't want to pay for anything. Yep. So that's number one is follow the doggone money is to see who's doing what with with our money down there and why they're so afraid to spend $4 million to fix a problem. And the second big thing is this absolute crazy notion that our assembly has, our school board has, our state legislatures have, is that they have to feel good, and it's all about feelings, they have to feel good about themselves. And to do that, they have to come up with these unicorns that, you know, if we just do this to the homeless, if we just do this to the criminals, if we just do this to these people, we will we will go to heaven. Mm. You know? <laughs> and it's uh, it's pervasive. Every every single thought. I, I don't think I've heard a legislature or an assembly person pass any bill without the word feeling in it. Yeah. But yet, but yet, all of your representation uh, from where you live is all based in and making all of their actions on these emotions rather than fact, fact yeah, and logic. I, I talked, I talked with mine, uh, Chris, extensively, and the, one of the reasons why he didn't vote for it to repeal ninety one on the assembly because of this recidivism and recidivism, yeah, yes, and all the all the wonderful things that. You know, we can rehabilitate these criminals, and we will live in a much better society. Right. Well, and what that's saying is that the only reason we have this crime is because we didn't give up enough of our money. Correct. That's right. what I said. The so, first thing yeah. I said, follow the money. Yeah. And and second thing is feelings. And yeah. I'll tell you what, uh, it's affected every single one of us, me included, yeah, it has. Well, listen, I, I got to run. I got some other callers here, buddy. Good to see you on Saturday. Thanks for coming down to the parade, by the way. Oh, thanks for supporting us. That's awesome. Yeah. No, because you're uh, you're you're a, a, a veteran, and I'm glad you uh, appreciate your service, and you're continuing to support other veterans, buddy. Take care. Same to you. Bye bye. Thanks. See you. All right, uh, let's go to Ross on line two, and the rest of our lines are open at five two two zero six five zero. Ross, good morning, sir. Rick, top of the morning to you. How are you? Oh, I am well. Nice Good. to see you last week, too. Yeah. Listen, briefly, um, Suzanne's post was very eye-opening. You got uh, to read I that today. Yeah. I Good. do not understand how, and I'm going to just I'm gonna throw it out here because my district, District 28. Right. And I'm by the way, the, the list that he's talking to, if you want to see it, are the uh, Class C felonies affected by Senate Bill 91. They're at mustreadalaska.com. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, and it's it's absolutely. I was a crim major back in 100 years ago, Florida State University, and to see these categories that are now virtually a slap on the wrist, these are serious, serious actions. I mean, they really are. Yeah, yeah they threats are. And this and that. Uh, I don't understand, and I haven't called her office. I'm going to do it today. Uh, how our rep Jennifer Johnston can vote against her pillar 91, Chris yeah. Birch as well, and there's a whole list of them. Yeah, and I just heard 
just heard on, on your station five minutes ago for come on that uh, FBI stats, Alaska is now the most dangerous state in the union. What a great time to go soft on crime, huh? Yeah. And you know who the, the number one city is Anchorage. Yeah, it is. And that's all that's all anybody would need to know. You know, if you're a rocket scientist to say, I, there's no way in hell I can support uh, uh, 91. We need to change it. We need to make it tougher. And the millions of dollars, where the hell is the governor? Yeah. You know, well, three, he's million, gotta, he's, three million a month. Yeah. yeah, he's got to be over in China. Yeah, three million a month. Let's put it towards the safety of health safety of the folks here in the great state of Alaska so we can all go out and do something. Well, and the, the most interesting thing about that is that I don't think it would take that $3 million a month. It would just take repealing this and letting the criminals know. Um, yeah, I don't know if you if you saw the one on the list. In, an adult injuring a child under results yes. in the need for medical attention? Yes, that can be beating a child to the edge of death, uh, yeah. all sorts of things. And yeah. these things, are, they're, they're non-defined because... The the, I mean, take a baseball bat, take a fist, you can you can destroy a child's health in in a minute. Yeah, and and, and for that, if it was your first time, eh, I probably no jail time for you. Zero to eighteen months, not even a slap yeah. on the wrist, and the child could be dying in a hospital. Yeah, and it may not be. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't have to be their child. It could be somebody else's child. Right, right. Yeah. yeah, it's just you, you look at the list and you go, my God, what are you guys defending? What yeah, what is and it? And then you, you heard, then did you hear Ivy's uh, uh, response of what was the the good I thing? I did. I did. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. I, I listened to you three times on it, and I said, okay. I gave her the benefit of the doubt, and then I said <laughs> to myself, I have no idea what she's she means. And she does. I don't think she does either. But it sounded good, Rick. <laughs> apparently, apparently it did. So. All right, buddy. All right. I appreciate the call. As always, take Good care. Uh, yeah, it's uh, 5220650. Kelly, Judy will get to you both after this. Again, if you want to read that list of the uh, Class C felonies affected by Senate Bill 91, if you've done no other research, just look at this and realize that the all of these these crimes, because of Senate Bill 91, you don't have any jail times the first time. If, you, if this first time you've done it, like uh, uh, injuring a person with a weapon, i.e. stabbing another person without serious injury to the person. If I stab you and I don't hit your femoral, femoral artery, um, I could get no jail time. Stabbing you. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's 7.51. We're into the final death throes of the broadcast. 5220650 is the number. This is in play now. Your calls to your legislators could be the difference as this uh although the the amendment that was basically repealing uh senate bill 91 has come and gone um as it if it would have passed it would have amended the bill and then it would um since it has already passed senate bill 54 is what we're talking about the amendment inside it this weekend was basically the repeal of senate bill 91 uh, then Senate Bill 54 would have had to go to a conference committee, uh, and the uh, Senate and the House would have had to work out the difference between the details. Would it have passed the Senate? You know, I'm thinking it would have if the House would have passed that. 
And the reason why, and I think the, the biggest part of this is is that phrase I used a little bit ago where um, Sharice uh, laid it out pretty well. This bill lacks public confidence. It lacks public confidence. And, and if you're one of the legislators that are so vested in this thing, and I know that some of you called and we talked about it, and even then you admitted, all right, maybe it was too big, maybe we should have split it into three bills, maybe we... It's not too late. If it lacks public confidence, really, what are you doing? What are you holding on to? The, the, the people paying attention are tired of this thing. They want it to go away. They, whether you believe Senate Bill 91 has to do with the increased crime or not doesn't really even matter anymore. Alaska is now the most dangerous state, and the confidence of Senate Bill 91 is nothing. Let it go. Kelly on line one, thank you for the call, and good morning. Hi, good morning. Uh, one thing I want to point out, it, I know it's been pointed out before, but there really is no such thing as a first-time offender. Right. It's the first time the offender is actually caught. It's got caught, yeah. So that basing everything on a first-time offense is so bogus. It, it, That's a great point. It really I, is. I can't believe it. And then I want to call you out, Rick. Please. You said something about uh, this, this uh, soft-on-crime stuff actually works in other places now what you're doing is listening to those statistics that say there there's um less uh, well on that vein you could say it's working in alaska because we're putting less people in jail but (laughs) but now i want to know what the quality of life of the taxpayers are in these places that it is supposedly working because when you redefine crime to where nothing is a crime of course it's working, and that is exactly what this is all about. So we have no such thing as a first-time offender. That's a good. No, that's a good point. And we have no crime. So it's yeah. how can you lose? It's the re, the reclassification in your mind, and I guess it's like when we uh, when we talk about the. No, it's not in, in my mind, Rick. It is actual fact. <laughs> okay, whatever. <laughs> but but the point the point being is like when we what you're saying is like when we redefine uh, homelessness as somebody who's living with a relative and not their parents, then, of course, there's more homeless people because we've mm-hmm. redefined it. It depends on what is is. The definition of, right? Yep. yep. Yeah. Thanks so, for the well, call. Well, with that, I'll let your next caller come on. All Bye-bye. right. Thank you. Take care. Actually, the next caller bailed on us probably because you scared him off. But that's, uh, um, you know, there, there are... Um, there are uh, there are other examples of that where something works someplace else and it may not work here. Um, you know, and what you'll hear a lot is, well, look at the way Norway does things. Uh, look at the way Norway does things. You know, they've got so much money for more much money from their oil wealth than we do, and we, you know, we've got sixty eight billion dollars, but they've got three hundred million dollars. Well, that's true, and, and it worked in Norway. But they they still tax their citizens tremendously. We haven't done that, you know. And there's there's subtle nuances that are different. And one of the big things that um, that we do a lot here, and, and I notice it, uh, is that we often compare ourselves to other countries, but we're not a country. We're a state. 
And, and, so, and so we have to kind of keep that in mind sometimes. Um, and then there's also the other thing, the economy of scale. You know, when when you have a population of multiple millions of people, like they do in Texas, certain things can work in an economy of scale that size that doesn't work in an economy of scale of 700,000 people. You know, I mean, we're talking land mass or population, you know, why... Why can't we? Uh, why can't we, we? We do our own dairy. Well, again, it was the economy of scale, and it doesn't apply here. Not everything that works everywhere else works here, and not everything that works here works every everywhere else. So, uh, phone calls would be important to your legislators, especially your representatives, um, and those that are saying the right things, call and tell them stay on course. And those that are saying the wrong things, give them your opinion. Give them your thoughts. And those that say things that don't make any sense, I don't know if you're brave enough to call them or not, but but you might want to today. All right, you got Rush coming up next. We'll be back tomorrow morning at 540. It's been the Rick Rydell Radio Program. Thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for watching. I apologize for the actions of my representative, Jason Gren. Have a good night. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.